Hi, and welcome to Freelance to Founder Shorts. I'm Preston Lee. I am Clay Mosley, and you've probably heard our in-depth coaching calls with everyday freelancers who want to scale their business. Now, we're helping even more freelancers each week with Freelance to Founder Shorts, five to 10-minute episodes focused on answering one question from a listener like you. To promote your business on our show and get your question answered, visit freelancetofounder.com slash ask. And now let's dive into today's question. All right, today's question comes from somewhere new, actually comes from our YouTube channel. I posted on our fairly new YouTube channel um, a video called What Your Freelance Pricing Says About You, and I asked people what they wanted to hear next about freelancing. Nice. I gotta go and, I gotta go subscribe to our to the YouTube channel. <laughs> uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> Look, I've made it really easy for you and for listeners. First of all, I'll link to it in the show notes, but also you can just do milo.co, M-I-L-L-O.co slash YouTube. It'll take you right to the channel. And um, yep, you can subscribe right there. We are trying to release one or two videos a week on freelancing, building an agency, scaling your business, um, building a lifestyle business, balancing work and life, all of those kinds of things. So yeah, definitely uh, take a look at it. Clay and anyone listening, appreciate your support there. Um, here's, here's a comment that I got though. It says, we understand that the riches are in the niches, right? Something we've heard and probably even talked about on this show um, that sometimes being in a niche can, can, uh, can mm. bring more revenue to your business. But they said, many of us have multiple skills and feel those skills are wasted when it comes to niching down. So how can I capitalize on all of my skills and experience? We get people coming on the show all the time and here's what they say. I know you guys preach the importance of hiring, but where do I even start in order to hire the right person? Well, here's your answer. Start with LinkedIn jobs. I've used LinkedIn to hire members of my team, and here's why you should too. First of all, it's super fast. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Imagine this time tomorrow, you could be interviewing your next team member. Plus, LinkedIn isn't just a job board, it helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Over 70% of active LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not hiring on LinkedIn, you're really missing out. My favorite part, posting a job on LinkedIn is completely free. Like I said, I've done it myself and it took like 10 minutes. It didn't cost me a thing. And suddenly I had tons of qualified applicants to pick from. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash freelance. That's linkedin.com slash freelance to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So I'm thinking they're asking like, like I have all these different skill sets, but if I niche down, I feel like I'm wasting all of this other talent mm -hmm. that I have or all these other skills that I have. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on that? Is art? I don't know. I think just because you have the skills does not mean you need to capitalize on it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, like an example, I think I mentioned this on a, uh, on a, a full podcast episode um, is I'm really good at ClickUp. Like, I would call myself <laughs> yeah. a very, very heavy user of ClickUp. I would, I would even venture to say I know more than ClickUp users. Um, could be wrong there, okay? But that's a, that's a skill set, quote unquote, that I think I have that I could potentially sell. I don't want to. 
because that's mm-hmm. not what I do. Like that's mm-hmm. that's my this all comes down to like what do you want to be known for? Right? Yeah. What, yep. What's what kind of brand do you want to be? Like when someone says, you know, uh Milo, right? What is Milo like do you does Milo want to be in the uh the the life coaching uh arena? You know what I mean? Like Yeah. No, at least as of not right now. Um, nope. Yep. And so, like, I think it's, it all comes down to about, like, what is your what reputation do you want? What do you want to be known for? Stick with that. So, do you think there's ever a, a scenario in which it would be helpful for someone to be known as like the Jack or Jill of all trades, where where it's like, I I can turn to that person for anything? Or do you think? Here's what I think <laughs> to answer my own mm-hmm. question, and then you tell me what you think. I I think if you try to become an everything person you become a nothing person. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like, honestly, you might think you're really skilled at all these different things. You're probably great at one of them and good at a couple of them and pretty mediocre at the rest. Mm-hmm. And so really, like, lean into what you're really great at. You know, yeah. I, I have a friend who who did, uh, like, video marketing and web design and logos and photography and all, you know, a lot of creatives do that, right? Yep. But in reality, he's really great at video marketing. And so it, my advice was just like drop the rest, man. Mm-hmm. And, and you love it more and you're good at it and, and you make good money doing it. Use the other stuff here and there in your business. You can still use those skills to build your own business, but you don't have to offer them to clients. Yeah, I agree. I, there, there's some exceptions to the rule. Um, like some people could could say that about what I do. Like because yes, like I have – I have a package where I do everything for a client. Um, however, what what I the, the perspective that I have is because, like, just like you said, like, okay, I do website design, I do email marketing, do um, social media, blah, blah blah blah. The perspective I have is okay. I'm really good at thirty thousand foot level um, marketing strategy. Like, yeah, that is what I'm good at taking a business, looking to see what their gaps are and filling in those gaps with a plan. That's what I'm good at. Now, as far as like the execution, like I don't, I personally don't do all of that stuff myself. I have people who do that um, and they're good at that. And so you could like, that's when I say there's, there's a general exception to the rule, but like really it still fits within the stay in your lane. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think for me, the, like the phrase "the riches are in the niches" is especially uh, true of like a, on an individual level. And yes, like your agency can specialize in something, but but your agency could potentially have people who are really talented in lots of different niches. And also, like I'm just I'm realizing now as I say it, um, there are other ways to be in a niche than just in your service. Yeah, right. Like you could do web design and copywriting for like web design and copywriting and online marketing for uh chiropractors like that's a space you work in or for you know whatever window washers or lawyers or so like yeah that's true i think there are other ways to look at the niche as well besides just offering just just niching down in your service so there's lots of different ways i don't know lots of different ways to peel this one um but I think ultimately that that phrase exists for a reason. Uh, people have seen more success as they've narrowed down their offering and who they're offering it to. 
you, like you said, you become known. This is especially true like in local when you're when you're doing local marketing or or want to be known locally for something. We've talked about that concept of five mile famous, where it's like you want to be known as the web designer in a five mile radius. Right. And it's hard to be that when you're also trying to be a photographer, a copywriter, mm-hmm. a graphic designer, a logo designer. Instead, just like become the web designer in a, in a five mile radius and you'll have business forever. Yeah, I agree. I think I think a really good test of this is like to go ask 10 people who who know you, but they're not clients. OK, 10 people who know you, but they're not clients and ask ask them straight up. Hey, what what do you think I do? And yeah. see how many different answers you get. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like if you get 10 different answers, then okay, you're too much of a generalist. Yeah. I think you you might be surprised because probably most people they they either don't know or they just or they know the one thing that you're really the best at. Mm-hmm. Right. Like like my friend I was telling you about, probably most people would just say, Well, you do videos. And maybe this other stuff on the side, but, but that first thing that they say, that's what you're known for and just lean into it, man. Like, yeah, it's not complicated, Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't know. I think I'm out of, uh, out of advice on that one. Anything else you want to add, Clay? Yeah. So, uh, no, I think that's all great. I think it's, it's just to think about reputation and, and stick with that. All right. Well, uh, thanks for submitting a question. Lupin is, uh, I found his name is his username on YouTube Lupin. So thank you so much for uh, submitting that question. We hope it was helpful and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to this freelance to founder short subscribe in your favorite podcast player for more shorts and full length coaching sessions each week. Freelance to founder is a collaboration between Milo, Dripify and the podglomerate. Be sure to subscribe in your favorite podcast app by visiting freelance to founder.com. And if you enjoyed this episode, tell us why by leaving a review until next time. Thanks for listening. See ya. See ya.